0: Welcome back to the podcast, episode sixty-eight. You're here with Hoop and the infamous Easy Huncho, Show. is on a well-deserved vacation. Unfortunately, it's at a rough time because the NBA was popping last night. Did you see the ending of the Milwaukee Miami game, or were you too caught did. up in your Warriors?
1: Uh, I, I was very caught up in the Warriors. I was actually on the road when <laughs> I was on the road when that game was going on. So or, like, were, you, were you driving? No. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> He's got the NBA app pulled out like go. uh Stream East actually. But I did I did have the NBA app pulled up to see just to check the Warriors oh, at the start of the fourth. East. And then and then I got y'all's text, <laughs> right? So like, let me just let me just run through y'all's text. I'm gonna run through the La Podcast group chat for yeah, a second. Well, so I like, I
0: remember like if I could explain my setting, I was ahead. on the couch watching the Warriors Kings game and I saw, you know, they give you a little score in the top right. Yeah, I saw so with ten, with maybe five minutes left in the fourth. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks were up ten. So mm-hmm. my shoulder was hurting. I went to like go roll it out on a massage roller downstairs and I look at my phone, it's a tie game. <laughs> so I'm like, cause I, I already missed a lot of the, the heat come back the last game. I saw the ending.
1: But well, I was I'm like, I'm not gonna that.
0: I was like, I'm not gonna watch another <laughs> Jimmy I'm not gonna miss another Jimmy Butler masterclass. I turned yeah. it on and when he caught that lob with
1: one hand and threw it up. It shouldn't have even like the degree of difficulty on that shot, because first of all, did you see? He said that uh, he, he Eric Spolster drew up, up a play. Still tough. He tough. I did. don't care if he uh, pushed <laughs> off. Uh, Eric Spolster literally said that it was drawn up for somebody else. He didn't name the person, but Jimmy literally was like, "No, let me be that guy." And then Jimmy, I think Jimmy said that he that he was just reading the way that Drew Holiday was playing him the entire night, so he knew that if he had cut back door uh, to the paint, that he would have had that lane. And he was just like, it's all about the pass, and I believe it was Caleb Martin. Yeah, wasn't shout, no, the shout
0: out Gabe Vincent. He had to oh, throw Gabe it. over Benson. Giannis.
1: Yeah, 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 bro. Like, uh, yeah, what? yeah. That's a tough like, pass. That is yep. insanity. So, anyway, I looked at the La podcast group chat. This is at twelve twenty a.m. Hoop says, "Bro" in all caps. "Bro," Hemi Butler. What, bro? Sandy so, said, "I'm stunned." So as soon as you as soon as you did that, I'm I went to the NBA app. And I was like, okay, let me see. Because I saw the same thing too. Five minutes left. I was like, oh, Buck's got this. Uh, all going down the freeway. was <laughs> 55 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> then I ended up going on the freaking app, bro. And I see that it's tied going into overtime. And I'm like, bro, what? Jimmy's. I look at the box score. Jimmy's got 40. I'm like, what have I missed, bro? Another Jimmy masterclass? Are you kidding me? And then I did watch overtime. And I got to say, like, Milwaukee, man, it just... It, Milwaukee down the stretch. I don't know if I want to look at Mike Budenholzer for not saying, okay, Giannis, go guard, uh, Jimmy. But, like, if I'm Mike, I'm also thinking to myself, I got Drew Holiday. This is an all-world defender, one of the best defenders at the point guard position. And he's getting cooked. So it's like, I mean, Jimmy was cooking him and talking shit to him the entire game. He's, I'm pretty sure he said he owns him at one point. Uh, yeah, after, I, I
0: also think Giannis is a little overrated as an on-ball defender. You're not going to put him on an elite wing. He's too yeah. big and too, you know, not quick enough. He's a great defender in general, like for the shot blocker, yeah. uh, help defense he provides. But like one-on-one, if Drew is not doing the job, <laughs> like you're get you're getting toasted.
1: That's what I said, Jesus. But um, um, so hoop if so when you're when you're evaluating. Because I I remember back when we were doing the 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 duos episode, probably like five six episodes ago, Sani was here, you were here, and it, we were doing the Eastern Conference. I said, I said for my third spot, give me Jimmy and Bam. I said I'm trusting Jimmy and Bam over wow. Joel and James. Now here's the thing, I, I'm more so just trusting Jimmy Butler. Bam to me, I was gonna tell you this. Bam to me is is I want I don't want to say it, but I want to say it. Bam is literally kind of overrated to me. He, he's one of those guys well, that like, can. He's one of those guys. Say, that see say why gonna, he's overrated. This is why I think I, he's overrated. A very broad statement. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. And this is why it's tough for me to say it because last night I checked. Uh, I checked Bam's last five games. Right, and I noticed a trend. Bam is the type of play... because literally last night he gave you. He gave you a twenty-point triple-double. Right, so he's either going to give you ten rebounds and good scoring, or he's going to give you. Let me see if I get this right. Six rebounds, four rebounds, eight rebounds, maybe. Five rebounds uh, last, or excuse me, at 10. So he can give you he can give you double-digit rebounds on any given night in a series. But he can also give you five rebounds and go completely quiet from the field. Uh, not necessarily completely quiet, but just like the shots that Bam took. Bam hit a tough shot uh, to, I think, tie it up last night. It was one of those high-archer mid-ranges. And I was like, okay, that's Bam's game. Well, he's but, not aggressive. Right. That, that's but it's when you all that like, mess stuff. It is, it is, and when you look at Jimmy, it's like Jimmy's giving it to you. Jimmy's competitive. Jimmy's competing. He has that Jordan killer mentality, like, like Kobe snarl, all of that. Bam's like, he can he can be effective. He can be effective. I'm not saying he can't be effective because I've seen Bam make a lot of late game defensive blocks to you know block Tatum. I think twice, uh, once in the playoffs a few years ago, and then I believe this regular season this year, but. When you're when you're putting Bam up against guys like, I don't know, I'm Joel, for example. Giannis. Uh Giannis went out there and did his thing. Yeah, what, thirty eight and twenty last night? You know, obviously Bam ain't stopping that. He did it as best as he oh, could. We're gonna we're gonna talk about Giannis,
0: but yeah, I agree so with I'm you in saying. that Bam is definitely has an aggressiveness. Aggressiveness yeah, that, issue. That, that's
1: the only thing I'm missing. Is like it's kinda of the same thing with AD. It's like you don't know what A D you're gonna get. But exactly. that's a problem. That's a problem because because you need the aggressive AD to match whatever Bronze's giving you. Yeah. you need the aggressive yeah. Bam to match whatever Jimmy's giving you. So,
0: well, we want to stay on this topic just for another second. But before I do that, I don't know if you've had a chance to look at the playoff stat leaders in the first five or six not... games of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I they are wild. Okay, please run them by me. So. Let's let's start off. I mean, I'm only going to do points per game. I'm not going to go down every category. But guess right. who the top five guys are.
1: They all are averaging 30 or more. Jimmy, I know, is in that discussion. Steph Curry okay. is in that discussion. De'Aaron Fox, I believe, is in that discussion. I don't think Brunson is. I want to say he's like 25 per game range, maybe. Maybe. I, I just I just don't think he's averaging 30. Um, two guys in the West. Two guys in the West I'm missing. Jaw?
0: Jaw? Ja? I'll I'll give it and to th- you. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler is averaging 37.6 points per bet. game on 60% shooting. 44 Devin from the Booker, three, right? Four, 44 from three. Devin Booker is averaging 37 a game on 60% shooting from the field on 47% from three. God. Anthony Edwards is 32 okay. a game, right? He's, he's knocked out, but he's got 48% for... Like, just, they're all crazy efficient. Um, Jesus. Curry is averaging 31 a game on good efficiency. Fox is only at 43%, but he's taken a lot of the Kings offensive load. He's at 30 a game. Yeah. Um, I ain't blame him that. Being for that being said, right, the leader, Jimmy Butler, is playing unreal, almost like bubble-esque basketball when everyone was just hyper-efficient, these high-scoring numbers. None of us including Saney had him in our top 10 to start the year and I think for a valid reason we've seen Jimmy show up in the playoffs last year he kind of fell flat I, I, what quote mm-hmm. did he have it was something some like tough quote that like aged horribly when um, he Well, they get bounced out in the
1: first round last year I
0: thought they did get bounced out in the first it was just it just wasn't like the Jimmy we're used to seeing and he comes right. back again this year right obviously you could say he's the, maybe the best
1: He's the, best, the player best player in the,
0: in the world right now. <laughs> he's the best player in the world. So where where does he rank in the NBA right now? Right like, now, right now. now. Let, let's let's say if if it ended right now, like if there was no championship, it just ended, and we're going into the next regular season. Where does Jimmy Butler rank?
1: Jimmy, oh my god, that's actually if tough, you know he's gonna
0: me, be like the normal twenty-two a game in the regular <laughs> season, like mid record, like what? <laughs>
1: It's insanity to me because, like, it's it's insanity to me to try and analyze and evaluate Jimmy Butler. And you're right, going into the season, we didn't have him in our top tens, but like you said, for good reason, bro. Like none of us, I think all Ain't of us, no us one had him it. in their top ten. <laughs> Nobody except Heat fans, maybe. But I feel like we looked at it as like, okay, the Heat on paper have not made any significant moves in the offseason. Kevin Love wasn't there yet. And even if he and even though he's there now, he's I mean, it's still the same old Kevin Love. It's not really anything like, oh yeah, like super team-esque or whatever. But the Heat going into the season, what do they have? Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, Gabe Vincent, Max Struce, Caleb Martin, Duncan Robinson still <laughs> riding away on the bench. But I mean, bam, uh, they got rid of Deadman. So when I looked at the team, I was like, they haven't really done anything significant to make me think that they're going to be some Top four seed in the East compared to teams like the Knicks, compared to teams like the Cavs, compared to teams even like the Sixers. Because I was looking at the Sixers and I was like, I mean, you got James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris. Were you that high on the Knicks going into the season? I was. I was because I believe in Jalen Brunson. I always have believed in Jalen Brunson. Love him. I believe that the Knicks were missing that particular piece of a facilitator who could also create his own shot. Derrick Rose, obviously, is the greatest player to ever do that. But um, Jalen Brunson, to me, Counter is is a great what's the word? Uh, is a great co-star to Julius Randle. Yeah, because, yeah. And you know what I'm saying. So I I believe I, I in agree. That but from the jump, um, yeah, and I believe that the are gonna Jimmy? have a better record than the Heat. Jimmy, for me, bro, when I'm thinking about Jimmy, bro, it's not only the offense, man, it's the defense. You saw that sequence we, last no, night. No, 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 hold on, because you're trying you're trying
0: to get around this. It's like, oh, he's so good, but but is he better it's, or worse than Jason Tatum? Better, better. Better. So, so where did? Because I I feel bad for all the the Celtics fans that we constantly right, right egg on with this stuff. But that and, like we need uh, to get like is is he better or worse than
1: Anthony Davis? As of he's better than Anthony Davis. Uh, and, and is, here's is the is is he better, His worse makes him better than Anthony than Joel Embiid? <laughs> That's a tough one. I'm taking Joel. Oh, I think I'm taking Joel. And the so thing th- is, is that-, that means he's he's like five or uh, no, no, no. six, right? It's so, it's so, because here's the thing. I don't want to, I don't want to be able to, I don't want to put him in a top three because everybody's going to be like, ah, oh, Zizi under recency bias, recency bias. The thing is though, when you are looking at what Jimmy Butler did in this first round against this Milwaukee Bucks team, the best team in the, uh, best record in the league, best team in the East, eighth seed, one seed, Giannis, all of the defenders that they have on the team, Jimmy Butler cooked Drew Holiday, who is maybe the best defending point guard in the league outside of, I guess, Marcus Smart. But then, the switches, he has he has Giannis Antetokounmpo on him, who's a better defender than Joel Embiid and uh, Nikola Jokic, who are battling back and forth for MVP consideration right now. And then you have Brook Lopez, who was second in defensive uh, player of the year. He's cooking him at the rim. Like, not to mention that when his team, like, when you watch the Miami Heat, especially in the first quarter, second quarter, Jimmy is giving it 105 110% compared to everybody else in that game, in that pivotal game five, 20, 22 in the first quarter, 20 in the fourth quarter. Like Jimmy put the entire state of Florida on his back and said, here, let me show you the way. Not to mention Jimmy Butler's defense is already elite for for his position, right? So when you have both, when you you were locking up and you were dropping 35 plus a game, like what more against the number 1 seed in the east and the best best defense of one of the or maybe you could say second deepest team in the league but i mean like miami is a deeper than them they needed all of them points they needed all See, the points y- to steal you're going to ask
0: what else do you want right what else was, was do hold you want.
1: <laughs> what, 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 what <laughs> was he was he was he an all-star this year he was not an all-star this year he didn't even care <laughs> he didn't even care that's the crazy part Jimmy <laughs> was like oh, i don't i'm just going. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I'm mad i got to go on vacation Okay, like that, that's look. the
0: thing. Like, should like, am I supposed to rank play? Like, it's hard. I, I is Kawhi number one, and he, he doesn't play. Uh, Jimmy Butler doesn't show up in the regular season, but he's top five anyways. Like, man, the NBA is is mind boggling. It's, right it's now. insane, but bro. We need to move on. Uh, and we're still on the same topic. Does is Giannis in jeopardy of losing his top spot in the league? Um, I
1: With don't his think so. Nasty free throw shooting. <laughs> Uh, I don't think he's in jeopardy. I think I saw uh, a meme after he had dropped that 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 liner against the dude in the in the presser last night, saying Michael Jordan Etic. played 15 years. <laughs> Michael Jordan played 15 years Etic. in the league. So you mean to tell me that the other nine was a failure? And then I'm sitting here like, damn, you I mean bro got a point? But and 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 like hey, did you already, did you say what he was like oh he was like do you uh, I'm I'm not, I'm not trying to get personal. Uh, that, that yeah, steps yeah, to success yeah, yeah. i'm like Man, no, he was Giannis, hot he was hot no, this is yannis's villain art bro i'm telling you in the off season alone i'm expecting bro to come back with a dirk fadeaway, bro i'm expecting bro to come back shooting 75 or more from the free throw line not to mention how great he is driving in i mean 38 points and 20 rebounds last night bro like yannis gave it his all chris middleton shout out to him 33 six and six um, but nobody else. I mean, Brook Lopez wasn't giving you thirty again, and even when he gave you thirty, you still lost. So it's like, even I I aside
0: from the stats, there was just a lot of mental breakdowns. Like deep in the fourth it... quarter, uh, if it wasn't for that bailout foul that turned into a jump ball, yep. Miami would have had it with a chance to win and not send it to overtime. Right. Um, Giannis almost threw the ball away. They didn't get Middleton... a shot off to win to tie or win the game. They didn't get a shot off.
1: Grayson that Allen. Was, but we Grayson Allen. We let me, need to just say one. Yeah. Just, I just got two words for you, baby. Nihao. Grayson. <laughs> Nihao. What the hell is wrong with you? The, the court awareness, bro. The court awareness is just insanity, bro. bro. He was wide open for a little midi, too. And he's a good he shooter. That's what I'm saying. I was like, I expected you to at least pop that or maybe a little floater or something. Damn. But to run the clock out, that's some Dak Prescott type shit, bro. Come on now. Like, <laughs> come on. Um,
0: so now that the East playoffs are set, we have the Knicks and the Heat, which right. we're going to talk about, I guess, a little later. I want to go on a little rant now that right. it's over. And I finally can talk my talk. No, no 3-1 comeback over here in Nick Town. <laughs> uh, uh, and then the, the Sixers and the Celtics, which team is the least likely to make the NBA finals in your opinion?
1: Between you said the Sixers, the Celtics, the Heat and the Knicks. Yes. Um, and
0: based on their matchups too.
1: To be honest with you man on paper it's supposed to be the Miami Heat, right? Now I the, the Heat are the most unpredictable team in the league to me. The Knicks, I can I I look at them and I love how Mitchell Robinson's been dominating in the interior. Um the only question marks I have there are Julius Randle's health basically, right? But I was talking to one of my good buddies um who's a Knicks fan, goes to Longwood. Shout out my boy Layden. Uh, big Knicks fan. Uh, he called me last night right after the Knicks uh won, and he was I could tell he was a little you know, a little little celebrating, um and he was like he was like man I'm telling you right now, uh Jimmy you don't want to see us in the garden bro, and then I was like well do you think that I'm I'm more concerned with Julius Randle because his injury looked like I mean looked a little, like I, I don't think he's gonna be out for that long but it looked like he'll be out for maybe two three games and he was like we don't need Julius bro. We don't. And I was like, so you've been to tell me that you are hold, relying hold up on... Though.
0: Hold up, though. I'm going to say this. So it? Julius was like on his feet. He walked out. I don't think he's going to be gone that long. Maybe it's game it? one and he comes back. Because I think it was basically the same thing that happened last time, but to a lesser right. extent. Uh, the only reason why I'm saying we can maybe get by a game without Julius... First off, it needs to be an MSG. On the road, Julius is much better. Um. It? It's, it'll be hard to win on the road without him. But at home against Miami, this is the reason I want to play Miami again and not Milwaukee. When Jalen Brunson matches up with the other point guard, much rather it be Kyle Lowry or Gabe Vincent than <laughs> Drew Holiday. Right? Okay, Miami's yeah. point of attack defender is much weaker. The Knicks' strengths are Milwaukee's strengths. Randall lines up with Giannis. Mitch lines up with Brooke Lopez. And they, like, pretty much stunt all our, our strengths in that area. Miami they have Jimmy Butler which is not like small forward is not a, a strength of ours but we have Josh Hart if there's anyone who's going to right. try his best to match Jimmy Butler's energy it's Josh Hart Julius Randle now lines up with Kevin Love and Mitchell Robinson has a height advantage on Bam Adebayo and yeah. people were telling me all the time right throughout the whole Cavs series about the Twin Tower is going to dominate Randall and and Mitchell they were baby the whole series and I've I've like the two best defensive bigs in the league dog grab a rebound and bam (laughs) has has shown aggressiveness problems too so i think we could take advantage of that not to mention right you have hero who's out i don't think he's even in question to be come back for the series he's gonna and the depth has played so well the depth has played so well to the point where i don't know if they can continue if it's gonna take jimmy to continue averaging 37 a game on 60 percent shooting i'll take an l if he's okay. going to do that to the New York Knicks throughout the whole series, I'll take an L. I'm just right. saying that's probably not going to happen. Probably not. I see not. what you're saying. I think I we see- line up with Miami really, really well. I
1: agree. And for that I reason, agree. I don't
0: know if you answered the question. I think the least likely team to make the finals, It's honestly, it's probably Philly. But then Miami's a close second. Because I, I, really- I think Boston, Boston owns Philly. Like, <laughs> I, I, I have a hard time seeing Philly beat Boston, bro. Joel Embiid I too, is already actually. struggling to double. I think it's probably Philly, like, on a matchup basis. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I think, that, I mean, the Knicks have home court, too. They're the higher seed against yeah. Miami. Like, man, people have been chatting so, like, the Knicks suck. Uh, Cleveland sold. People have been, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going into this, bro. No, go ahead, go ahead. no, No one said a word about the Cavs' talent. Before this playoff, it was always, oh, they have Garland, Mitchell, su- such a stacked lineup. But now mm-hmm. we're talking about how the team is not properly constructed. Who said that? The, the Knicks, no, a lot of people, bro, they've been saying, oh, if they had a small forward, they'd be better, right? It's only defense or, or offense with Osman or Okoro, which is a, a problem. I think I've said it on this podcast. That's That was my issue with them, that uh, Mobley yeah. can't shoot, and they don't have a reliable guy at the three spot. But no one was saying that before the playoffs. So right. they're basically trying to say it's a Cavs. Blunder more than a Knicks W. The Knicks put those boys in their place. Yeah. No one's been, no, man, no one's been watching this. Talking about Miami is going to be Miami in four, Miami in five. Just,
1: just watch, man. See, see, I uh, uh, I will say this. Layden also told me last night the same thing you said about Josh Hart. He was like, he's not, Jimmy ain't doing that on Josh Hart. No, no, no. He's going to,
0: he's going to do stuff. But if anyone's (laughs) going to give him, like, if anyone in this planet is going to match his energy, it's Josh Hart.
1: Josh Hart had twelve rebounds last night. Damn. Ain't Josh Hart and Mitchell, Rob- Josh
0: Hart, Josh Hart and Mitchell Robinson combined for thirty rebounds last night. Evan Mobley and Jarrett Allen combined for
1: fourteen. Oh God, that's it. Jarrett Allen had four, four, and four. Bro's putting up <laughs> twin t- towers. My for butt. Wendy's.
0: Twin oh, towers. My
1: butt. Bur- bur- we're working for Wendy's. Yeah, the fofofo. That's insane. For everyone watching,
0: I'm, I'm putting out a TikTok later today. It'll be posted by the time this podcast is out on how the Knicks, like, brutally murdered those two bigs at the basket. Just, yeah. wa- just watch and enjoy. I'm telling, like, if you didn't watch the <laughs> series, that's all you got to see. That's, the whole, that's been the whole series. People have been talking about, you know, uh, Donovan Mitchell has no help. Darius Garland has no help. Grab a rebound. Literally, you were talking about oh man, Bickerstaff staff is awful, t- terrible rotations, bro. Grab a rebound, it'd be different. Y'all just mad. that The one, the one, won. The, one <laughs> the one game that the Cavaliers won, they won the rebounding battle. Right. The next took the rest. The team who grabbed the most rebounds won the game.
1: In the words of Jared Allen, the lights were brighter than expected. Uh to me, that is brutal. He actually honesty. said that. He did say that. Um, that is the most honest response I've heard from somebody that like, you know, crumbled in the last two to three games of a series. It's the first time I've seen a player be that honest. And listen, for Jared Allen, I think, like you said, putting on more muscle and things of that nature because you can be seven feet tall, but, I mean, if Julius Randle is not and, muscle, and, bro, it's mindset. Josh it Hart is. was leaping over him. Literally. Looking at Mobley guys, like different because um,
0: Mo- Mobley can't can't handle someone like banging into him. Like he's got some muscle to put on. But if if you're like pause. Jared Allen's a he's a sturdy dude. Like go yeah. t- put your head down and grab a rebound.
1: I have a video of Jalen Brunson boxing him out. That's insane. I swear That's to honestly you, honestly insane. But continue. Damn. I'm I'm just gonna say uh from the from the for the Heat in this next series, I think that it could be great. I think that J. <laughs> I just want to say this one point too, because I, I I keep saying that I need to bring this up. Do you remember after Game One of the Milwaukee Miami series where Jimmy posted that pic on his Instagram story of three dough? I remember. I don't. I don't follow Jimmy. So well, it, it just started trending. <laughs> I think Jimmy, I need to though. Right after Game One, he put on his Instagram. You you should look at what he put on his Instagram story after this game. It's insane but um <laughs> like, but yeah, see this yeah go look at it right now but in game <laughs> one in game one he put up a picture of three does right um which female deer so okay sh- i remember on shannon shannon sharp and uh, on undisputed rather shannon sharp and skip bayless were talking about it after that game one and shannon sharp was like oh now jimmy you got to back that up i don't think the bucks are like that And you can't just you can't just be talking and talking you and, and just after one win you know and then this Jimmy goes him playing
0: like checkers on his story,
1: literally. <laughs> Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler has yeah, no, quickly it's, it's Coffee. He's he's literally like a troll. But he like think about it. We had Jimmy Butler and Joel beat on the same team. If they were on the same team right now in the playoff series, beating the Milwaukee Bucks, good lord, the trolls would be through the roof right now. Oh my god. But I, all I'm saying is Heat and Knicks should be a phenomenal series. Um, I can't wait to see it. Uh, if there's, and I agree with Hoop, if there's anybody on the Knicks that is going to give Jimmy Butler some sort of trouble or some sort of uh, uncomfortableness, whatever, it would be Josh Hart. And I think that he's up for the task. Seeing how Josh Hart was rebounding in this series and how he was focusing on that aspect of it alone, I like Josh Hart a lot because he's one of those impact players. Doesn't necessarily have to give you 15, 12 points a game, but if he could find an area to impact the game that nobody else is looking to find, that's all you need right there. So when you look at the Knicks as a whole, you can literally point to a lot of duos last night. Uh, specifically, Josh Hart and Mitchell Robinson on the glass, and then you could point to maybe Jalen Brunson and RJ Barrett with the scoring load, right? And Julius Randle probably would have chipped in a little bit more if he had not got hurt. He
0: played, he played his best half of playoff basketball, and then landed on Mobley's ankle and re-injured his ankle. Like so, it's so insane, upsetting. Um, so but upsetting. But should should we get on to the West? All, all you need one? to know is Knicks Miami is going to be a movie. I can't wait um, to see that. It's Saturday it's night, maybe. Oh all my, right, let's I, move dude, on. I just want to shut people up, bro. I know, but,
1: uh, I know the feeling. I know the feeling. So should we? As far we go as Lakers Grizzlies,
0: I, I was going to say we could pose the same question of like who is least likely to make it to the finals and take the guys who are winning the series right now. Like okay. I, I believe the Warriors will pull it out. We could say the Warriors and Grizzlies, you know, Warriors and Lakers hypothetically, are in the next round, or unless you want to then do no. all six of them. So out of them and then the Nuggets and the... What's the other team? The Suns. Who is least they, likely to make it to the NBA
1: Finals. Out if of it shapes all out the way it's headed. Of the, out of all of those teams, least likely to make the Finals. Personally, I'm going to say LA. Um, because... And then a close second would be the Suns. Because, like I mentioned before... When you're playing your star guys 43 minutes a night, because you have to, that's a problem. So when you're going up against teams that are well-oiled machines, like the Denver Nuggets offense is, when you have Nikola Jokic, you have to worry about MPJ. You have to worry about if Jamal Murray is going to become Bubble Murray. You have to worry about KCP. You have to worry about Aaron Gordon. You have to worry about a lot Um and when and when you're Monty Williams and you look at the rest of the guys that you have on the squad outside of Bismack Biyombo, you're not putting in Ishwane Wright. You're not putting in Shamit. Uh, campaign is he still on the team? I think so. You're not putting him in. Um, so you're relying. They haven't given those guys minutes. I gotta I gotta
0: look this. Barely,
1: up. like literally, barely. Every Most time I see
0: Ishwane Wright play basketball, he
1: has been productive. I don't know if it's just <laughs> like me turning on the TV at the wrong time. He is knocking down threes left and right, bro. I'm looking at it right now. So Damian Lee in their last game against the Clippers played six minutes. Campaign had three minutes and 16 seconds. That's Austin 316. Darius Baisley gets nothing. Jock Landell gets nothing. Terrence Ross gets nothing. Wainwright, nothing. TJ Warren, nothing. Nothing for
0: Terrence Ross, man.
1: Nothing. Nothing. So so when you look at what they went into, so Josh Okogie off the bench had the most minutes with 32, but that was because Torrey Craig got 16 minutes in the starting lineup. I don't know if he got hurt or not. Maybe. I hope not. But he only shot one time in 16 minutes. But you look at the rest of the starters, you got Kevin Durant giving you 31, Aiden giving you 21 and 11, Booker giving you 47 and 10, Chris Paul giving you 15 and 7. So it's like the Suns' front line is all they have. They have really nothing on the back line to rely on. You can't. Not to tell mention me...
0: it's old. I'm seeing this right now. Yeah. It's really like a six to maybe seven man rotation if you want to throw Biombo in.
1: And that's terrible. When I look at the Warriors, for example, right? I was wondering what the hell our rotations were going to be going into this, going into the uh, series, especially when Draymond was out, because I was like, is not giving Kaminga no minutes, and now he's going to have to throw him out there. When I look at the Warriors, though, what they threw out there in that game was it four? Yeah, game four. What they threw out? Well, no, it was was a game three. When did Draymond get suspended? Game three. What I saw in that game three was literally. Steve Kerr doing the same thing he did in the regular season. He said, "All right, Moody, go out there and do something for me. All right, Kaminga, go out there and do something for me. All right, Anthony Lamb, go out there and do something for me." The Warriors, as a with the, when you look at their rotations, especially their bench pieces, certain certain things have to go right for like them to go on runs and things. I saw the the graphic yesterday about their net rating when Steph Curry wasn't on the floor. It's like a 47 percent difference, or 47, yeah, 47 percent difference. is terrible. And when Steph's on the floor, everything goes right. When he's off the floor, they look lost, right? So, Steve, and the commentators was talking about how Steve Kerr was looking to, oh, he was saying, okay, well, I'm going to play Steph Curry 32 minutes. Try to get him to that 32 minute mark, just so I'm not exhausting my best player. But when you have a guy like Clay Thompson who's out there saying, uh, Guns and Roses, I'm going stupid. I'm shooting everything. I'm shooting contested. I'm shooting falling away. When Clay is on one, you're good. When Jordan Poole is on one, you're good. When Draymond Green's giving you 21 points, you're good. The the Suns don't have that. They have to have Kevin Durant going out there and giving you 35 plus, and Devin Booker. They have to have DeAndre Aiden being um, a double double machine. Chris Paul can afford to you know take a take a break on certain nights, but when you are going up against teams that are deeper than yours, to where it starts superstardom, does that doesn't matter. I know we talked about it when the Suns traded for Kevin Durant. Uh, we were talking about them versus the Mavs in the series. And even in that series alone, I'm still taking the Suns, but it's because the like the Mavericks don't have defense and they don't have rebounding. Christian Wood and Deandre Aiden, I'm expecting Deandre Aiden to get more rebounds than Christian Wood is. That's just how it is. I'm expecting Bismack Biyombo to be a more effective interior defensive presence than Christian Wood is. Well yeah, House- the,
0: the Mavs would have been ran out real quick in these playoffs.
1: So but but that's not to say, like, just because I'm taking the Suns in that series, I'm not I can't say the same thing for other series, even even a Los Angeles Lakers one, because with the Lakers, it's like the Lakers have a lot of offensive weapons outside of LeBron and AD, but it's a matter of if they're hitting or not. Austin Reeves, Troy Brown, uh, Rui Hachimura, who, who's literally on pace to outscore the entire Memphis Grizzly bench this series. They just have a lot of options that, that Darvin Ham can rely on, even though his rotations are very questionable. And I think that Darvin Ham would have a great career in motivational speaking compared to coaching. It's, it's still getting him by at least for a couple of games, especially against a tough Memphis Grizzly team, minus the fact that they don't have uh, Steven Adams and, and Brandon Clark. But, like, the Suns don't have a lot of those pieces off the bench compared to the Lakers, compared to the Warriors, compared to the, to the Nuggets, compared to the—what uh, am I missing? Uh, even, the, even the Grizzlies, and they're short-staffed. Like Xavier Tillman's giving you something, uh, you know, know, in the place of Brandon Clark and Steven Adams. So I think that, I, I, I think the Lakers and the Suns are in the same tier for me. And the only reason that I would say that they had a legitimate shot is like star power, the star power that they have. If Anthony Davis plays like Anthony Davis should, if LeBron James doesn't shoot five for 17, if Kevin Durant's giving you 35 and playing 45 minutes a night. Like, you're going to be running those boys into the ground and just pray to God that you make it to the Conference Finals unscathed or even the Finals. I don't know about you. What do you think?
0: Yeah, so just for the viewers, the original question, obviously, the uh, out of the four teams that are supposed to be in the Western Conference second round, who is least likely to make it to the Finals, my, uh, my answer is the Suns. I, I don't think they stand a chance against Denver if they keep playing the way they do. That, you know, Devin Booker is hot right now, but you can't bank on that to ultimately win you multiple playoff series if you don't at least touch the paint. I made a video saying, like, basically showing an entire fourth quarter where they should have lost to the Clippers. Um, They didn't give DeAndre Ayton the ball when he was sealing off smaller defenders in the paint. You don't take advantage of those opportunities in bigger games. You don't deserve to win them, and a lot of times you're not going to win them. And I think Denver's a much more fundamentally sound basketball team. I also think that, no one's guarding Jokic on in uh Phoenix. I don't think like anyone at all. Um, from a defensive standpoint, they don't scare me. Um I just think uh Denver deserves to win that series, and I think they will.
1: Who who's as far the as the best defender other, on their team? That's that what I, think I was thinking
0: it. of. Like I I mean, there's positive defenders in that Booker gives a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. Um Okogi's nice, but in terms of an interior presence, like Katie's got is a decent shot blocker. Aiden is tall, but yeah, like, who's stopping <laughs> Jokic from that little floater in the post? Nobody, all the time? bro. Nobody. Nobody. Um, and then when it comes to the other series, I can see either the Lakers or the Warriors in the NBA Finals. I think it's possible that they knock off the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets are probably still my favorite because I love the way Jamal Murray and MPJ are heating up. Um, MBJ, even after a bad shooting night, had some really clutch buckets to seal the game against Minnesota. Um, but the Lakers are very deep. I didn't realize Austin Reeves was, like, that good. Uh, he's gotten a lot better over this last month or so, where he's, I think it's more of a confidence thing. You can really take people off the dribble and draw fouls. He has a really good in-between game, which is great for the playoffs. Obviously, he can knock down a spot up uh, Can be a harassing defender at times. So I think it, like... If I had to bet my money, I think the Lakers might be in the finals. If if it comes down to a Warriors-Lakers series and, like, they're banking on LeBron to be old LeBron where he settles for jumpers, I think in a series like that, he's going to try to turn back the clock. And LeBron's obviously at his best when he's driving to the rim. The Warriors' interior defense is not what it used to be. Obviously, it's impossible to count the Warriors. I could definitely see them in the finals again. But all that to say, I think Phoenix is on the short end of the stick, which is crazy because they have Kevin Durant. (laughs)
1: You know what? I'm actually I'm actually change my answer. Uh, it's not the Lakers; it's the Suns. I I agree. It's the Suns. The Lakers I think are a step uh, above them, and it's mainly because like I don't know if you were watching the game last night. They had to take Braun out of the fourth quarter because he was legitimately gassed. Like they had no other options. No, he's playing at, like an old man. He is. Yeah, and it's weird because I feel like LeBron is at that LeBron is at that stage, at least from what I've seen in these playoffs, where like the game, the 2020 game. Braun was like, you know what? I'm gonna impact the game right here, not just from scoring. Even though he was shooting a little, a uh, little, the shooting was a little off that game. He was like, I'm gonna go ahead and get these rebounds. Cause anybody nobody else getting them shit. All right, cool. I got it. I'm 38. Uh, this is another record for me. Sure. Yeah. Lego James. Here we go. But like uh, when I look at You're the game, he, he got like 20 rebounds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, he, yeah, so yeah. I saw he started off the game shooting uh, a little bit sluggish from the field, but then as the game progressed, yeah. you literally yeah. saw him like be like, okay. I'm going to get these rebounds. And it, and then he ends up having a 2020 game. And then he, four, three, four blocks, whatever it was. I think it was. I think it was two, actually. But he had some pretty incredible blocks in that game. In a pretty great defensive game from a 38-year-old man, mind you. Um, but nonetheless, I want to now get into the Golden State Warriors. I think it's a perfect segue. Um, last yeah, night, of course. man. Last hey, big night. Win. Big win. Big win. Steph Curry. Win. Vintage. Vintage, bro. When I tell you... I was watching this game in the first quarter. The Kings came out just, just busting threes. De'Aaron Fox looked like that finger injury was, was made up, was propaganda. Bro was, I think he hit like his first two or three straight three. Like it was insane. I mean, I'm bottom of the net splashes, right? Um, I talked to you last night, bro, about Sabonis. Sabonis last night had 21, 10 four and three steals on nine of 15 shooting and three or four from the free throw line. Draymond green had 21 points, four rebounds, seven assists, four steals, a block shooting 80% from the field and one for two from three and four from eight from the free throw line. Um, With a plus minus of 13, which was the second highest on the team behind clay Thompson. So Draymond green outperformed Sabonis I'm gonna say that straight up. I think Draymond Green has has the mental edge over Sabonis in this series, and it, and, it, and it's it's weird to me because like Draymond's obviously playoff experienced, right? You can just tell that Draymond knows because like like JJ Redick alluded to. Sabonis has been had been baiting Draymond Green for the first two games, right? So the Warriors are like, all right, bet we just gonna leave you open. We're literally going to leave you open at the free throw line. And Kevon and Looney was standing like five, six feet back just watching him at the free throw line. So bonus has the ball. He waits seven to eight seconds before he realizes, oh, I'm open. They're going to leave me open. OK, I guess I'll shoot. I guess I can't use the ball as a weapon or whatever the Warriors are saying. I don't know what that's about, but whatever. Um, I can't do my little dribble handoff, so I'm going to pop this midi. He should hit that every single time. I don't know why, but going into the series, I thought that Sabonis was going to literally be bro, like we said this before. I thought he was a much better shooter than he's proving to be. On 2K, I be I be on I be on ass in 2K with Sabonis because <laughs> like, wow, like I was like I was expecting bro to be popping middies and doing Dirk fades and shooting threes. I was I was expecting them to like leave him as a trail man hit trail man threes at least, but like he just stands there. They guard Sabonis the same way other teams guard Draymond Green. And it is like absolutely mind blowing to me that that like Draymond was guarding him like he guarded Russ. I'm, I wish Sandy was here, so I, I, I'm gonna poke some fun at him.
0: Dude, he would th- he'd be wide open at the free throw line. This is just like a summary of everything I've seen. He'd he'd look at the rim, he'd take one pound dribble and throw a <laughs> shoulder into Looney under the basket and be an offensive foul every yes. time he's tried to barrel into someone. He's just
1: like lolling them. <laughs> Draymond literally stands there in the restricted area. I thought he had area. more finesse than that. Me too. I was expecting this like I don't know what it is like, because somebody somebody had dropped a comment one time and they were like, "Sabonis is literally like a knockoff version of Joker," and I say that with the utmost respect. So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, I'm I'm looking yeah, at, at least at looking at got at Jokic. a floater, <laughs> yeah, Like Jokic's got a floater. Jokic can get can, can bang with guys in the paint. Pause. He can. He got a little midi. He got a three-point shot. Like, Jokic covers a lot of ground offensively. Sabonis does not cover that much ground offensively, and I am utterly shocked in this series. Like, I was expecting 20 and 10 averages from Bro. Like, I was expecting not even maybe 20 and 15 averages. Like, I was expecting at least if he's not going to score to get a lot of rebounds, but Kavon Chamberlain is out there doing his thing, getting 22 rebounds last night, seven assists. Kavon Looney is lit. I feel like I can I can tell Draymond has the influence on, on Looney. I can tell. Because Looney's out there when he's getting these offensive boards, he's looking to kick it back out to shooters. Or if he's coming off a screen, you look at Clay Thompson. The amount of times I saw Clay Thompson get a screen from Kavon Looney, and then Looney rolls off of it, and then Clay's just popping it, floating into the air for Looney to drive in. And then he's just dishing it off to the next man cutting. Like the Warriors' offense is always so flowing. And when you have a guy like Loone that can go out there and get you 20 plus rebounds. And five plus assists, that is incredible to me. Um I said dubs and six. I've been preaching dubs and six since January. Um I believe it's going to be dubs and six. I told y'all that the I don't think the Kings are gonna get a game in Chase Center. Uh I know everybody was talking about the Warriors on the road. I that doesn't matter to me. Like the Warriors played bad on the road in the regular season. Yes, they did. But a multitude of those games came down to like fourth quarter woes. Stuff that was just stupid plays from the Warriors. You slap yourself on the back of the head. You know you know better than that. In in these playoffs alone, I don't think that those road woes are going to show. I really don't, because the Warriors are looking at it like if you give the Warriors to a reason to be the underdog, you lost, bro. Uh, last year in the finals, eighty-six percent chance to win the Boston Celtics. I was like, the series is done, bro. I was shaking.
0: I was shaking my head when they put that out.
1: Like you don't, you don't even want the Warriors to see this, bro. You already know how they coming, bro. That is fuel to the fire. Especially Steph. Steph was probably looking at that like, "Are you? Am I? Am I a joke to you? Like, like, what what are y'all doing?" So for the Kings, I, I I think that uh, I want to just say this too: the Kings are offensive firepower type of team. Like we get all of that, right? De'Aaron Fox has had to play hero ball a lot in this series. He's had to take the majority of the shots in this series. I looked at Keegan Murray last night. He had me sweating in the first quarter. I'm not going to lie. But his shot selection, not his shot selection, the attempts on his shots are, he had five shot attempts last night. What do you expect to do with that? Harrison Barnes had six shot attempts last night. Didn't score until I think the third quarter. Like, what are you supposed to do with that? Malik Monk gave you 21 off the bench, shot six to 14. Couldn't really find a rhythm. Davion Mitchell is out there. You see Davion Mitchell exhausted as hell. Thank you, Mike Brown. For putting that young bull on Steph. Because even a young bull at the ripe right old age, I think he's, uh, let me let me look it up make sure I'm No, right.
0: he's definitely only second
1: year, like, third year like in 20, the League Like 21, 22? Yeah. You're guarding yeah. a, hey, let me see right here. He's 24 years old. 24 years old guarding a 35-year-old man. A 35-year-old man got you out there. <laughs> looking like jaw looking like Jokic, looking like yoke
0: to to be fair he's got it because he's got to run into draymond (laughs) green for half of that so he's
1: taking he's taking hits too i'm not even talking about illegal screens i'm just saying you got to run into that man's chest so (laughs) you you know draymond don't move draymond don't move unless he flopping but i this serious bro i need to hear your thoughts on it do you think it ends in six or do you think it ends in seven i think it's over i
0: think uh they especially with all that momentum they have it would be a, a shame if they have to go back to sacramento um, and even then, I think it's hard to see, I mean, if Fox does it, he's like a breakout mini superstar, which I, there's, there seems to be like so many guys that are on the brink and like that, that play well. Some of them have to, to not have it. I don't know if he has it or not. It'll be interesting. But based what I want to say is that Golden State should end it. They should not leave it up to that chance to see if Fox has it in him. Like you, you don't want to put that to chance. Uh, the Kings are still young. It'll be fun to see them in the playoffs for a while, but your time is up. The big uh, dogs are coming to eat.
1: Your time is up. My time is now. You Our can't time see me. Actually... My time is now. <laughs> Our time franchise. is actually uh, coming to an end.
0: We're at 44 minutes. I'm happy we got this long, but just the two of us. If I just want to say like some predictions just so I have it on record of what I want to okay. say about the Knicks-Heat series. The Knicks should win in four games. And I'm not right. I think, in terms of like, if Jimmy Butler is going to beat you like that, I feel like that's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, they should win in four games. They're more talented without Hero, Bam Adebayo. Like they're more aggressive. They're they're more gritty. Obviously, Jimmy Butler's the the grittiest player. But from a team perspective, like the the Knicks just play like junkyard ball. Like yeah. everyone's crashing boards. Like with the, with the way they're playing, they should win in like I won't say four. I'll say five. But I think we could be in a situation where Jimmy goes stupid game one. Obviously, there's guys like Lowry and Kevin Love who I fear at MSG. I don't think oh. Duncan Rob. I don't think Duncan Robinson's going to find a rhythm. I don't think Max Strus is going to find a rhythm. There's guys out there like I feel like Kevin Love can get in that rhythm where he frustrates Julius because he's not going to guard him, but Julius is going to see oh he's a little small. He's going to take like three charges because that's what Kevin Love does. Just yep. those little savvy veteran things. Kyle Lowry as well. He could stick his body in there. There's going to be a lot of stupid things that like the Knicks are going to be aggravated by. They could take a game in MSG, but I think that the Knicks are like they're always been a better road team. And I think a large large part of that is because of MSG in the regular season, stars take it as a challenge and they just play really well. But in the playoffs, hate... it's a lot different because people are screaming against you. Um yeah. I think it could go one one and then one one and it's a two two series going back to the the garden. I think the Knicks really should win in six. Like I I'd, I'd be very disappointed if they lost, which is unfortunate because they've had such a good season. And I want it to end sour. But they really need to be in the, the Eastern Conference finals with the way the season's going. And Boston does not want to see us. Because it is going to be Boston.
1: If I oh if we get a Knicks and Celtics series, I can't wait. I can't I've wait. been crying for it. I, I don't, don't been think praying the Celtics, for it. I don't think the Celtics are winning a game in the garden, bro. I don't. I just don't. And and here's the thing. Hey, they go, they go
0: from from T D garden to the T H E garden.
1: The garden. <laughs> the garden. Dude, I'm telling you right now, if fans if we go Knicks, crazy, if we get a Nixon Celtics series, Tibbs, put in Evan Fournier. That's all I got to say, bro. Get that man some minutes. Get that man some minutes. He's got a Land. red dot on anything green, man. <laughs> <laughs> bro, before we before we close out, before we close out, the podcast merchant is uh is about to drop. Um, well, hold up, we don't we don't have a timeline yet, but basically what he's
0: saying is we got our samples in the mail they are fire we got the hat so far there i think there's other stuff coming in but it fits really well you can see it on its head if you're on youtube it's a little dad hat the adjustable with the podcast just the text on the front with the the period right fire <laughs> i love the period um yeah i love it that's so, so much character um but we're really hype about it so it's definitely oh, something good. to look forward to in the near future you should join our discord to get updates about all that kind of stuff uh i think it's gg dot or you know you
1: discord people discord know called called, like G-G- G-G- slash the podcast, slash the podcast right yeah. we,
0: we got our custom link just look up the podcast <laughs> i think we're going to be public too we have over two thousand members so uh, shout out to everyone in there but yes um, i guess it's time to sign off With that, Without without saying still- here it's
1: been weird holding down the fort but, it is um, i'm we're, glad we uh, could i'm glad we could get it done i'm glad we could get it done too hey uh, i feel like we should start saying this more i don't know why but i'm just only saying this for youtube uh i'm gonna do the casual like, share, and subscribe if you like your con- if you like our content, please. Thank you very much. All right, and for our see Spotify next... listeners,
0: <laughs> no. uh, see you on episode sixty nine. Peace. Pause.